0: It's just wonderful when the Lord does what He's just done. And basically, you know, I was waiting to preach, or Clifford saying, about not preaching, and that would have been all right. So it would. Maybe you're thinking that anyway. But in all genuineness, just the presence of God is wonderful tonight. And He's still here. I still sense Him. I still feel Him. And, you know, I have a list of of the word and I'm gonna shorten it, honestly, if I'm not finished in fifteen or twenty minutes, shout at me. Or well, maybe okay, don't shout at me but but just a, a synopsis it just just sense to continue on from what just happened. And you know, just my message is about our hearts and our hearts for God. And I was thinking about some of the characters in 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 the Bible. And I think about Abraham. Why did God choose Abraham over Lot? Why did God choose Joseph over all of his other brothers? Why did Jacob, he choose Jacob over Esau? Why John the Baptist over the Pharisees and the religious leaders? How did Noah find favour with God? How did Enoch walk with God that closely that God just brought him on home to be with him? How did he choose Job over his friends? How did he choose Daniel and the three Hebrew boys over all the rest of the nation? And it just simply comes down to the heart. God is looking for our hearts. That is it. If 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 you forget anything else that happens tonight, just remember that one thing, that God is looking for your heart. He's looking for your heart and he's looking for my heart. You know, again, I had a lot of scriptures, but just wanted to draw your attention to, well, actually two, and it's in 1 Samuel 13, 40. You don't have to turn to it. And it's when Saul had fallen from grace, where he had turned on his own way from God as the king. And God says, I've had enough of him. And he said to Samuel, he says, Samuel, I am going to find a man who is after my own heart. God said, I am going to find a man who is after my own heart. And we attribute that first to David. And quite rightly, because that's who it's attributed to. Because it says in Acts, And when he had removed him that saw, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. God is looking for our hearts tonight. He is looking to get a grip on our hearts, to turn it to his heart. That our plan, that our will, that our desires, that everything that we want is laid down at his feet. And we as as his children say, God, I want your heart. I want your heart. I just sense that so strongly tonight. God wants our hearts. Nothing more, nothing less. Do you know what's said there? I have found David. Which tells me God is actively looking. God is looking for men and women After his own heart. He is looking for you. He is looking for the one with the heart that says, I will do your will, Lord. I will fulfill all your will. Not that you'll be perfect, but that our heart's desire is to fulfill the will of God. If God was to walk up and down these aisles tonight, would he be going, there's one. And would he go to the next chair and he say, there's another one? And would he go to the next chair and say, there's another one? Or would he go to the first chair and say, there's one? Go to the second chair and say, they're not ready. They don't want me. Would he go to the next one and say, there's one? Listen, as a church, I feel this strongly. God wants every chair every one of us, he wants to go to each chair and say, there's one. Amen. That's it. I am looking for the heart and there is one. Yeah. I am actively looking for people to serve me and fulfill all of my will. I have found David. And the saddest thing is in church, there's many as the a time he doesn't find those people. Ezekiel 22 and 30 says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. That is the saddest thing. The saddest thing that God cannot find a man or a woman to stand in the gap. To find some a man or a woman that has a heart that seeks after God. Look at the heritage that had gone before and God couldn't find a man. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, David and God couldn't find a man. What a heritage that's let down. God, yes, he found actors. He found people that would give him lip service. Lord, I love you. He could find the form of godliness but there was no power. He could find religion, but it was man-made. God is looking for our hearts. He's not looking for something that all looks all-godly and there's no interest in God. God wants our hearts. He wants us to go through our hearts and prepare our hearts to seek Him, to fulfill all of His will. He said, this people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. That's the saddest thing. But listen, God's still looking and he's looking for you and I. And I believe by God's grace, we want to serve him fully with our hearts. Where did he find David. He found David tending the sheep. He found David in the wilderness. Where did God find Moses? He found him in the backside of the desert tending the sheep. He found David in the wilderness. It is God's desire and he's looking for us. And listen, if we are going to have a heart that's after God, we're going to have to go away. We're going to have to go away. and I don't mean on a holiday. We're going to have to put time aside and go away with God. We're going to have to get alone with God because there's no other way. There is no other way. Simply. Maybe tonight that has frightened you. It frightens me because I know what I'm like. I know my laziness. I know my times of... of, of, of the Lord feeling in my heart, look, Martin, come aside for a while. I'm saying, Lord, okay, hold on, this TV program's near over. And I'm being genuine with you. But listen, if we're going to have God's heart, we're going to have to go away with Him. And we're going to have to make ourselves available to God. God's calling us. Look at some of the words of David. Because the man that wants God's heart, has always to go that little bit further. He wants to go that little bit deeper. He always has to go to an extreme, but a good extreme. Listen to what David says. He says, My soul longeth. He didn't say my soul, my soul thinking about it. He says, My soul longeth. Yes, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. There's passion in that verse. There's desire in that verse. There's hunger in that verse. This is the heart of a man who wants to find God. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. There's a hunger and a thirst and a desire in David's heart. And God is looking that in our heart. He's looking for men and women who will have that heart to perform his will. You was just in, in First Chronicles, maybe we could turn to that verse. First Chronicles twenty nine. Genuinely I won't be that long. Just reading from verse 10. Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power, the glory and the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. But who am I and what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee, and all thine own have we given thee. For we are strangers before thee and sojourners as were all our fathers. Our days on the earth are as a shadow, and there is none abiding. O Lord our God, all this store that we have prepared to build thee a house for thine holy name cometh of thine hand and is all thine own. I know also, my God, that thou triest the heart and hast pleasure in uprightness. As for me in the uprightness of mine heart, I have willingly offered all these things. And now have I seen with joy thy people which are present here to offer willingly unto thee. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and of Israel, our fathers, keep this for ever in the imagination of the thoughts of the heart of thy people and prepare their heart unto thee. And give unto Solomon, my son, a perfect heart to keep thy commandments, thy testimonies and thy statutes and to do all these things and to build the palace for the which I have made provision. And David said to all the congregation, now bless the Lord your God and all the congregation, blessed the Lord God of their fathers and bow down their heads and worship the Lord and the King. And they sacrificed sacrifices unto the Lord and offered burnt offerings unto the Lord on the, on, the, on the morrow after that day, even a thousand bullocks and a thousand rams and a thousand lambs and their, with their drink offering and sacrifices in abundance for all Israel. This is outside of a few more utterances. This is David's last words. And the man or the boy that David found all of those years ago, that God found all of those years ago in the wilderness, has the same heart. Throughout his whole life, he has the same heart. There's times he made mistakes, but his heart always came back to God. And his heart was always desiring God. And this is David's, call it, last willing testament. But we see here a man with a heart after God. If some of the, the traits that David has here, in those first few verses, verses 10 to 12, we find that David's heart is still full of worship. The heart that seeks after God is a worshipping heart. If there's no worshipping heart, the heart's not going to go any further. I had mentioned some other things here, but listen, if the heart doesn't worship, we're going to go no further with God. We have to have a heart to worship God. Listen, it was a pleasure tonight to lift up the name of God. It is a pleasure to lift up the name of Jesus. We all felt our hearts lifted. We lifted our hands. As Clifford says, the Holy Spirit just conducted a choir onto, onto Jesus to worship and glorify him. That's the heart of a worshiper. That is the heart of a worshiper. Do you have that heart tonight? Do you want that heart tonight? If you don't have it, get alone with God. If you do have it, get alone with God. And just give him the praise and the glory and the honor and the worship. David was a worshiper. It consumed him night and day. David says, Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. How many ways can he say worship, give glory? David's lost for words. You take that verse apart, it's glory, it's mighty, he's worship, it's beauty, it's holiness. It's all in there. This is the heart of a worshiper. This is the heart of a worshiper. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go up into the house of the Lord. I was glad. The word means gleeful. Now, if you see someone that's gleeful, They're not standing still. There's a smile. It gives that connotation of smile, of joy, of of, of exuberance. This is the heart of a worshiper. And this is the heart that David had. I want a worshiping heart. And I believe you do too. David had a humble heart and a thankful heart. He said, but who am I and what is my people? Who am I this is the man spoken uh, spoken in, in, in the Psalms. What is man that you are mindful of him? He had a humble heart. In this day and age and throughout the ages, in Timothy it talks about the selfish heart. It talks about in the end days the men that are lovers of themselves. Ignorant, violent. You can read it yourself. But this is not the heart of a worshipper. This is a humble heart and a thankful heart. David said, everything that we have, you have given us. Everything that we are given to you, Lord, you first gave us. It's that old thing. Daddy, give me me a pound. I go and buy you something for your birthday. He gives us and we give back to him with a humble and a thankful heart. And it's not because we deserve it. But it's because of grace. Because of grace. We, we sang that, that hymn tonight. It's because of grace. God said, I'll give them the power to hear me, to seek me, to thank me. He has given us grace tonight. That's the heart of a worshiper. It's a humble and thankful heart. And David has a caring heart or the shepherd's heart. David was a king with a heart that cared about the people. And God says to us, one another, love the brethren. Love one another as I have loved you. That's his command to us tonight. Love one another. That's the heart of the shepherd. And if he is our shepherd, we need that heart. Because there's times we find it tough to love one another. There's times we... Have our our weak quirks and our attitudes. But God says, Love one another, care for one another. You know, these people weren't easy to look after, these people weren't easy to lead. But David loved them and he cared for them. He says, But who am I and what is my people? He didn't leave them out. David wasn't making a, a, a kingdom for himself, he wasn't building his own empire he brought the people with him for they were his people. He was the king in God's stead. There was a greater king coming. That was King Jesus. But David is a type of the the king. And he stands in the gap and he leads the people and he guides the people and he fought for the people. David was known as the one who killed his tens of thousands. He fought for the people. And with the heart of God we need to fight for one another. And maybe that frightened you because it frightens me too. Because we have our quirks and we have our attitudes. But God gives us the grace to do it. David had a caring heart. He had the shepherd's heart. And that really is my message tonight. Just to follow on from that praise and that worship I still sense the presence of God. And my prayer this week and even before I, I thought about this message was from Ezekiel. Let me just read it to you. And I've prayed this this week and I want to pray it for us tonight. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean for your filthiness and from, all, from your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you a new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them and you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers and you shall be my people and I will be your God. That's my prayer this week. And I want to pray that tonight for all of us in here. We need the grace of God. We need the Spirit of God to come upon us. Because we can try to pull the stones out of our heart. But we can't. We need God to touch us. We need God to revive us. I listened to a message this week by a pastor. And he was talking about revival. Listen, revival is God reviving his church people getting saved in the streets from falling to knees that's evangelism but revival is when he stirs our hearts and fires us up again and takes out those stones and he gives us a heart of flesh it's the heart that when it's, when it's, when it's afflicted it responds with love Lord I need that heart let's pray Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for tonight, Lord. We just thank you for what you've done through the, 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 the praise and the worship. We thank you that you have lifted us up, Lord God, that you have, you have revived our hearts, Lord God. But, Lord, we need more. Lord, we say without shame, in desperation, we need more. Lord, we need your grace. Lord, we need your Holy Spirit. Lord, we need you to touch us tonight, Lord God. Lord, without your touch, Lord God, we're as dead as we've ever been, Lord God. We need your Holy Spirit to revive us tonight, Lord God. Lord, we ask you tonight by your Holy Spirit to come and take away that stony heart, Lord God. Lord, I ask you to replace it with a heart of flesh, Lord God. I ask you to replace it with a heart that loves and cares, Lord God. Lord, give us the shepherd's heart tonight, Lord God. Lord, for one another, Lord God. Touch us tonight, Lord God. We pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, give us that new heart. Sprinkle that clean water upon us, Lord God. Lord, the word says that we shall be clean, Lord God. Lord, sprinkle that clean water upon us that comes from the heart of God. Sprinkle it upon us, Lord God. Cleanse us from all our filthiness. Cleanse us from all of our idols. Cleanse us, Lord, in the depths of our heart, Lord God. Give us that new heart, Lord God. Give us that new heart and that new spirit. Lord, you said that you would put a new spirit within us, Lord God. Lord, we ask you tonight to put that spirit within us in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I need it tonight, Lord. Lord, your people need it tonight, Lord God. Lord, unless you touch us, Lord God, we're finished, Lord God. Lord, unless you touch us, we have no hope, Lord God. Lord, by your grace tonight, we say to you, Lord God, we want to be your people, and we want you to be our God. We want you to be our people us to be your people and you to be our God. Lord, touch us tonight, Lord God. Lord, we're but clay and we're, we're, we're just flesh, Lord God, and clay and the dust of the earth, Lord God. Lord, you breathed into us at the start, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to afresh, for a fresh breathing of your Holy Spirit into us in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I really believe that you want to do this, Lord God. I believe, Lord God, that you have to do it, Lord God. Because, Lord, there's no hope for us without it, Lord. Touch us tonight, Lord God. Touch us tonight, Lord God. Lord, we ask you tonight to touch us, Lord God. You said that you would do it, Lord God. Lord, we ask you to do it, Lord God, and we expect it, Lord, by your grace to be done in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are our God. You are our God. Lord, let us never give lip service to you, but let us have a full heart that calls out for you, Lord God, to do all of your will, that loves you, Lord God, that loves you, Lord God, that loves you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. Lord, touch your people here tonight in this very seat where they sit, Lord God. Touch them tonight, Lord God. Set them free, Lord God, from sin, Lord God. Set them free, Lord God, from attitudes, Lord God. Set them free in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, to touch us. Touch your people tonight and set them free in the name of Jesus. Revive us tonight, Lord. Revive us tonight. Lord, your word says revival starts in the heart and the house of the Lord. Lord, revive us tonight in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Revive us tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, in grace and mercy, deal with our secret sins, Lord God in grace and mercy deal with them lord god because lord we think if we if if they come out lord we're we're exposed but lord we're set free we're set free lord god in jesus mighty name Set us free tonight, Lord God, from all sin, Lord God. Set us free from every plan of the wicked, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, because what will happen, you will fill us with your spirit. Our mouths will open, our hands will go up, and the glory will go to you. For you are worthy, our Lord and our God, of all of the praise and the glory and the honor. Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are our God. You are our God. And we are your people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.